episode 189 of Manage the Wilds. I'm Nick Madsen. Have you ever thought about the light that houses, cities, and those urban areas give off and how that affects wildlife? Researchers were looking into it and they wanted to understand how ungulates, mule deer specifically, were affected by light and the urban sprawl that is starting to happen all over the United States. They studied it here in the Intermountain West where I live and they looked at the interactions between mule deer and cougars and understand how they were using light at night, that artificial light, to move about their habitat as we spread into those areas that they call home. What researchers found out is there's two things. Cougars are definitely have a place that they like to hunt from within these areas, close to urban areas with artificial light. And mule deer definitely have a pick of where they want to be as well. Mule deer often selected the lightest areas they could find with the best quality forage, whether it was alfalfa fields or whatnot, but they found that the deer were moving into these urban areas looking for high quality forage. And if there are deer there, there are going to be cougars as well. What they found out about the cougars is that the cougars were selecting the areas that had, uh, they were the darkest of those artificial lighted areas. So if you have two lights and they overlap, they were looking on the darker areas just outside those street lamps. And that's where they documented over 1,500 kills. And when they looked at the kills, they realized that they were the darker areas within that artificial light. So cougars were definitely selecting for places that they could hide a little bit away from the light. Now, when they were not hunting, they didn't walk away from light. They, In fact, they moseyed on through until they would detect prey. And then once they detected their prey, they would move into those darker recessed areas. I often found this, uh, we had a situation with... A uh, cougar in a in a city, a smaller city that I was working in, we tried to find the cougar for over three weeks, and oftentimes people would see it just out of reach of their backyard lights, or they would turn on their backyard lights and the cougar would then jump the fence. It took us over three weeks before we got it trapped on the front yard or the front porch of a house. Uh, they just happened to get caught in that porch, and by the time everybody showed up, it just couldn't leave, and it was stuck there. We ended up darting it, but they are selecting for those darker areas. Mule deer are often selecting for the lightest areas near the heaviest vegetation uh, or the most beneficial vegetation they can find. What's really interesting about this is when you look at these interactions, you say, well, whoop-de-doo, like, how is this going to help us? And one way that it can help us is you can look at these lighted areas next to uh, great habitat that they're looking for and realize that you can have human interactions with these wildlife, both bringing mule deer close proximity to people as well as cougars, and you can put up signs so you can reduce the amount of car collisions you're having with your mule deer if you realize that, hey, this is an area of high productivity where we're going to be moving a lot of mule deer through. One of the ways that you can do this is by putting collars on these animals, watching where they're coming through, cross on these roads, and then you can go at in the daytime and the nighttime, those dawn and dusk times, and see what the mule deer are doing and see if you can get an understanding of the area around you and what these mule deer are selecting for. Oftentimes, researchers would say, hey, 
this is exactly why this is happening. Lighted areas, high amounts of vegetation that they can both go in and feed as well as hide, seek safety. Uh, as you can also work with people who have problems with damage due to landscaping or whatnot and realize that this is going to be a high trafficked area just the way these things are set up but as that urban sprawl happens you're going to push those deer with you as the city gets bigger and bigger unless you're leaving these corridors for them to pass through but it's interesting how these mule deer as well as cougars are adapting to the situation just like we are there was an area that i grew up in that Hasn't really had any houses forever, but within the last five years, uh, an explosion, 1,200 units have been put in, and you just drive down this area, and you're like, where the heck did all these houses come from? And it just changes you and the way you feel about your environment. Well, mule deer, cougars, elk, moose, all those guys, they have to feel that way. They have to adapt and change. A mule deer doe gives birth to fawns in a field comes back the next year and there's a Walmart. Obviously, that's going to play a role in what it goes on when it comes back because each year they're going to migrate back to these areas and it's going to change them. One thing that's uh, in the area that I live, we have a Walmart where you know some mule deer were born. It's also creating artificial light and so it's drawing these deer in because they prefer the light at night. And uh, research has also shown that full moon will change it, but now with the amount of light pollution that we've got going on, they are just going to be using these areas of what they call high night light to reduce the amount of interactions they have with predators. There you go. That's all I got for you today. You guys have a great day. Stay wild.